Welcome back to the podcast. My name is Nick Finzer, and we are on the Nick Finzer Audio Experience. And today, I wanted to share a behind-the-scenes look, a how-to guide. It's a YouTube video if you prefer to watch these type of things on YouTube. But uh, the topic is how to book a 25-city CD release tour. And uh, I've done this multiple times with multiple projects. And because last week, we started talking about the No Arrival Tour uh, from 2018 I think it was only appropriate to uh, take a deeper look. How do we do this? How can you do this? Uh, I hope if you're a young artist that's aspiring to take the reins, make a tour happen, that you can start planning now. It definitely takes way longer than you think to make the plans happen. And, uh, you know, I think the most important takeaway uh, for from all this type of talk, from all these how-tos and how to book a tour is that you have to think about it as an extension of your advertising for your project. So uh, as soon as you get caught up in the dollars and cents, uh, as in that allowing you to do this or not to do it, it's going to handcuff your ability to actually be creative, find a way to make the money, break even, and or make a positive financial contribution. Uh, to your career. But uh, it's really important, especially at the beginning of your career, to get out into the world, share your music, and uh, let people know who you are. So I encourage you to, you know, hit up these venues, lots of great venues that um, I have played at that are very supportive of musicians and young musicians. So just start sending messages, start putting together a nice product. And uh, I hope you enjoy this behind the scenes look of how to book a CD release tour. Thanks for listening. Send me a message, nick at nickfinzermusic.com. Let me know how we're doing on the podcast. If you like these type of behind-the-scenes episodes or you prefer them to be on YouTube or somewhere else. So thanks for being here and enjoy the episode. Today, we're talking about booking a CD release tour when you've never done it before. Welcome back to Create, Connect, to Repeat. My name is Nick Finzer, and today we're talking about booking a CD release tour. I wanted to share with you guys a few things that I did when I was booking my last album release tour that might be helpful for you when you go to book yours uh, on your next CD release, on your next tour, on your next project, trying to get some gigs around the United States. And yes, I know the United States is not the most ideal market for jazz, but I think that's exactly why it's ripe and perfect for you to take the time to invest in building a scene, building an audience, and going out and creating opportunities for yourself within a market that's traditionally not super ideal. We all think we need to go to Europe or go to Japan or somewhere where there's already a jazz scene, but contrary to that, I think people are hungry for the music. You just have to bring it to where they are, and they happen to be all spread out around the country rather than all being in one place. And we can't just go to one place and play. We have to go everywhere to actually connect with our audiences. So I think that's what we should do. And my last CD release tour was super successful. I mentioned I went to 25 cities. It was actually more than that, but 25 cities and connected with a lot of people that are very passionate about jazz and original music. So number one, the first thing you need to do is this was my third album. It was building off the past. And if you have never booked a CD release tour, any tour at all before, you have to start somewhere. Use the people that you know to try to leverage that into a few gigs, whether that's in your hometown, in the town where you live, in the town where you went to college. Just if it's your first release tour, try to book 
say three gigs or five gigs and book them in different places where you know one person or you know a few people and you know you can bring a couple people out to the gig and you know you can bring uh, a few musicians together to create something special. Everyone's releasing albums so it's not like it's a super unique thing uh, to say oh I'm putting an album out but it's like oh tell the story of oh I grew up in this place and my family is there and I can bring them and I can bring my friends and everyone's going to want to get together. It's going to be not only a great CD release event but also like a family gathering and a friend gathering and this whole scene. So it's not, it's more than just the music. We have to make an event. So if you're thinking about that, find, think of places where you can bring your music where people are going to be excited to see you. Number two, do your research. There's so many places where you can find resources about jazz venues, about creative music venues. Search the internet, search Facebook, see where the people that you love are playing, find out about those venues. Look in Downbeat, they publish every year like the best hundred clubs in the United States and they list it by region, they list it you know, with the state and they list the contact info and the phone number. It's all right there, you just have to go do your research. So what I would highly recommend is number one, getting recommendations from people who you know, you know their music, and if your music is similar to their music, try to play in the same venues where they've already played, where they've already made connections with them. Ask for an introduction to the booker, to the venue owner who can introduce you. Number two is to use spreadsheets. I know, super exciting, spreadsheets. But use a spreadsheet to keep, your, keep yourself organized to list out the name of the venue, when you contacted them, when you followed up with them, when you booked the gig, how much you agreed to, whether you sent them a contract, they signed the contract, and keep track of all the different things. The more organized you can be before you leave for tour and in all of the advancing and in all of the setting up of the tour, the better off it's gonna go. Number three is have empathy and understanding that these people whose venues you're playing on are running a business and it's great that you're offering them your services, that you're an amazing musician, you're bringing amazing music into their venue, but if nobody shows up, everyone's in trouble. So you have to have a little bit of empathy and understanding that you need to put so much effort into trying your best. Even if it's not successful, you have to try your best and instill in them that you are going to try your best to bring people out to the gig. They wanna see your posters, your social media posts, you are talking about their gig, talking about their venue. You have to give them a great reason why to bring you in. So tell them why they should bring you. It's, it's a mutual exchange. Uh, if you bring in a lot of business, they're gonna wanna have you back. If you bring in a lot of people, you're gonna be super excited. They're gonna invest in you more. And like I said before, if you're building up for future releases, you gotta build one step at a time. Nothing was built in a day bring value to the venues where you're going to play. Number four, be super organized, be super prepared. So send them what they need, send them stage plots, send them the advancing info, send them posters, put your stuff up on Bands in Town, put your things up on Songkick, put all of your tours on a poster, send it out months in advance, be organized, be ahead of the game. Don't try to book a CD release tour in a month. Try to be booking six months, eight months, 10 months, a year ahead of time. Really think about the routing, really be organized so you're not like, oh, I'm stuck in traffic and it's seven hours drive and, and I just say, oh man, we overslept. Like, no, that's not gonna cut it. In this day and age where there's so many acts, so many people vying for these gigs, trying to build up their acts, you have to be organized, you have to be prepared. So take it seriously. And every time you do this, it's gonna get easier and it's gonna get better. 
Number five, something I think people don't do enough of is they don't pitch with real dates in mind. They're just like, I'm booking a CD release tour, will you book me? No, of course not. If you're a booker that gets hundreds of emails about this band and that band and this CD and this CD and blah, 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 you have to do your best to try to cut through all of that and offer specific dates and say, I'm gonna be coming through Cleveland on this weekend. Can we make Friday or Saturday work? You'd be surprised how much more effective it is when you ask. And if they say no, they say no and be like, oh, that's cool. I'm gonna be swinging through on my way back, for example, for me, back to New York. So, oh yeah, on my swing through the Midwest, I'm gonna be coming back through Cleveland on these dates. How about those? There's always a way to find another set of dates, but kind of look at your schedule and kind of plan a routing and pick some days and try to see what make it work. And you can always adjust but when you're offering dates offer real dates that you're available that you want to travel and that you're gonna make work when you send them your pitch when you're organizing your pitch make sure you include anything that's gonna offer credibility things you've played with people you've played with places you've played maybe where you went to school if it's relevant uh, any any other musical projects if this is a CD release tour if this is your 17th CD if you have an article coming out in downbeat if you have an article coming about here about you or there about you or a feature here or you've got a million plays on Spotify mention all of those things in the email make sure it's succinct but use those points to try it and get their attention and get booked another thing is if you hire a press person to work make sure you mention that in the pitch I hired such and such agency who's going to be working this release. They're gonna, they're gonna be doing not only press for the CD, but press for the tour. You'd be surprised how beneficial that can be when you have somebody working the release that's also gonna do local papers, local interviews, radio interviews to help support the gigs that you're playing. It's super duper helpful to have that support. And you wanna let the people know that you're invested, you're investing a lot of money, into the tour, it's not just, hey, give me a gig. Make sure you're personalizing each message. Find out who's booking the venue, find out if from a friend, from online, from somehow or other, and, tr and make as much of a personal pitch as you can to each person so they feel like you want a message from a person to a person. You don't want, dear anonymous, or hey so-and-so, I'd love to play at your venue. No, you wanna personalize it, tell them why you wanna play there, who plays there now that you think you're a good fit with. Be as personable as you can through email because they get a million emails a day and you need to cut through and connect with that person that does the booking. You have to sell them before they even click on the link to go to your music. In that message, you wanna make sure that you're sending what they want, what they ask for. Different people want different things. Don't send them attachments. Don't send attachments, send links. Uh, if you can send them to a video that shows them you playing, your band playing, that's the best. If it's a tune from the new record, even better. You know, you want to show them what it's going to be like when you bring music to their venue. So send a link, send a link to Dropbox, send a link to your website, send them to specific places that they get the info that they're looking for right away. Don't make them search. Send them right to the thing that they want. In Gmail, it's super easy to put a link right to say, learn about me and highlight it. Command K brings up a window, type in the web address, just paste it in, and you'll have a link right to your about page or right to your itinerary page or right to the album page, wherever you wanna send them. Don't be afraid of rejection. A lot of people are gonna either one, ignore you, two, not respond, three, tell you no, uh, four, say, ah, I don't know right now, or five, just 
they, they'll say yes, maybe. So four out of those five things are no. So you just move on, you move to the next thing. So I always tell people, you keep asking until they tell you no, or they tell you maybe next time. And you say, okay, great. You put it in the file for next year, and then you go from there. You don't have to worry about uh, them telling you no, because they're gonna tell you no, and you know now that you're gonna get a bunch of no's. So if you wanna get 100 CD release gigs, you better go and ask a 1,000 venues. You're, it's gonna be 10%, 20%. If you get 50% of venues you know, on your first try to say yes, you're doing so well. You need to go and establish yourself. So don't be afraid of rejection ask for the gigs and, and you'll, you'll eventually get there. And set a realistic number and then you'll keep increasing it time after time. If the dates don't work out that you ask them, have another plan in mind. Like I said, to redo the routing, tell them you're gonna make another swing in another six months. Find a way, even if you have to make it up on the spot after they send you your email back, all right, I'm gonna make another swing through Texas this month and find a way to make it happen. Book that gig, use it as an anchor to kind of get other gigs around that gig. So there's always a way to reorganize if your original plan doesn't work out. Have a budget in place for the tour. Unfortunately, if you don't sell out all your venues, you're probably not gonna make a huge amount of money. There's so much travel expense involved, promo expense, all of these things, and it's all building towards the total project of the CD. And I know most of us as musicians, we wanna make money on our gigs because it's our livelihood and it's totally understandable that you wanna do that. But when we're booking these tours, you have to look at it as advertising. It's getting your message, your music out to the world. And if you're focused on trying to just make money on a tour, you're probably not gonna end up super happy. But if your objective is to share the music with 100 people in each state and you get to play a show in each state and you succeed, that's so amazing. You get 100 people in 50 states to hear your music. I mean, that's way better than sitting at home and complaining. So you need to have really good expectations of what we can ha make happen on a first CD release tour or a third CD release tour, especially as a jazz musician, as a creative musician that's trying to get your music out into the world. Put the music first. It's not the money, it's the music. Eventually, of course, we need to pay our rent but when you're putting together these CD release tours, you're trying to think about it as advertising. You're trying to think about breaking even, paying the band and taking care of everyone involved so you can do it again and start to build up for the future and make, make a tour that coincides with an album release really successful every time going forward. Make sure you imagine this as, as part of the larger promo campaign, which I already was mentioning just a second ago, so you can already listen back for those details, but it's part of the larger whole. Don't get caught up in the dollar details of each specific gig. Look at the whole budget, look at the whole two weeks or the whole month or the whole three months and, and figure out uh, where everything lines up. Some gigs will pay more, some will pay less. Maybe you need to do educational events to help supplement some of the lower paying gigs. You know, certain cities are gonna have higher rates than others and, and, and you just have to kind of balance all of that out. Make sure you kill it when you go and you play. Make sure you put the music first. It doesn't matter if you're tired. It doesn't matter if the last gig was sucky. It doesn't matter anything. They don't care. The audience doesn't care. The venue doesn't care. They just want to hear you play great music. So make sure that when you get there, you're taking care of business and you're delivering your best product every single night. And number 12, be grateful, be humble, and enjoy the experience. I can't tell you how amazingly gratifying it was to be able to travel over two or three months 
February, March, and April of this past year, 2017, I was able to connect with so many people and then connecting even more into the summer and share the music with a lot of people. And I can't tell you how gratifying it was. And I was so thankful for all the people that came. And I'm so excited to try to be putting together things again for the next album. I'm gonna leave you with this one last thought. The number one thought is you must keep following up. Follow up until you get a no. That's what I said. Follow up until you get a no. Follow up, follow up, follow up. Most people expect a return on a first email. That's not gonna happen. Follow up, second, third, fourth. I can't tell you how many gigs I've booked after the fourth or fifth follow up. So don't pester someone and email them every day, but give yourself enough lead time that over two months you can send them four or five emails and it's not too much and uh, you can actually book the gig. So once again, my name is Nick Finzer. This is Create, Connect, Repeat. If you haven't checked out all the cool things that are happening at Outside In Music, the podcasts, the Outside In Experience, the albums that are coming out, just so much cool stuff happening. So many great artists are joining the label. If you want to join, get in touch with us, send us an email at info at outsideinmusic.com. Go to the website, send us a message through the contact form you want to release some music through us but lots of things are happening so as always thanks for your attention have a great weekend and we'll see you back here next week